I lead it in or what? Yeah. All right. Um. Welcome to the Flock Podcast, the show where we talk about everything from movies to games to TV shows to other types of things. Not music, though. Never music. Absolutely not music. Um. As always, well, shit. I'm Coleman. As always, <laughs> I'm joined by my co-host, Bob. Hi. And uh, that's it for today. Just right. me and Bob. This is going to be the Coleman and Bob uh, hour. Um, Dewey stuff. is on assignment, and uh, we figured we'd just rock it. Uh, gruesome twosome today. And um, we've got some fun stuff planned for y'all. And by fun stuff, I mean extremely lacking in normal quality and quantity. Uh, But we're here nonetheless to tantalize you with stories of media consumption and uh, maybe have some fun along the way. Bob, how have you been? It's been a long time. You're going to have to do more heavy lifting than usual today. Well... Dewey's not here to save it. You've got to be see these guns conver- right here. You've got to be conversive you today. See these guns right here. Yeah, I can see gun. Uh, Bob I'm is used flexing to, for used me to right heavy now. lifting. Um, wh- what have you been up to? I know it's been what two weeks. Where do I talk? start? And we've been talking, but you know, give me some. Give me some choice cuts. I don't want to hear everything. Save some for next week. Uh, give me your. Give me your top three things. All right, top, top three, three things. Top three. Yeah. Numero uno. Okay, here we go. A game. I love games. Not a new game. Not quite an old game. Medium a game? age. A medium age. A teenaged game. You know what? I don't know. Fuck all about this game. That's always a good place to be when we're talking about video games on a video game podcast. Just to be completely in the dark. Yeah, I love, you know, I really like the phrase fuck all. I think that doesn't get used enough here in America. I know it's really popular overseas, but uh, 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 well, speaking of overseas, that is going to be my number two. But my number one <laughs> is called "For the King." For the King on what are we talking here? Are we talking? Are we talking PC? Are we talking? Oh, it's on PC. It's on. What Switch. You, would you play it's it on? on PS4? I own it on Switch and PS4, but I'm playing it primarily on PS4. So you owe it. You own it three ways. I own it two ways. I thought you said PS4 and Switch. Yes, that's two. And you're playing it on PC? No, I, I said thought it's available on PC. I thought you said you were playing it on PC. My mistake. What are you Sorry. playing on PS4? Yes. Tell me about it. Um. It's available, yeah. So this is a Kickstarter game. Okay. okay. They uh, originally had a $40,000 goal. They raised $133,000. It also hmm. said... Oh, Jesus Christ. Hold uh, on, I got a... What was that? Whenever anyone honks a horn or an ice cream truck drives by, the dogs go crazy. What about when an ice cream truck honks its horn? I haven't heard that. What is okay. uh? What is the CA dollar sign? Canadian. I Canadian. This is a Canadian game. I think so. I believe CA is Canadian dollars. 
So Canadian dollars are a little bit more than uh, American dollars. Almost double, I believe. So this 133,000 Canadian dollars is like 2.1 million American dollars. Okay, so they made... Or Virginian dollars. Virginia dollars. They made a lot of money. A ton of money. Okay. Uh, this was back in 2017, I think. The released, the initial release date was February 28th, 2017. Designed by Colby Young. I don't really know much else about the guy. Sounds like a really cool guy. I mean, what it's not to love. But it is a turn-based... Well, roguelike, there's different modes. One of them, the main mode is a roguelike tabletop RPG. Okay. Uh, cooperative, three-player. Co-op, three-player. Yes. Are like you familiar three. with uh, perhaps a talisman? This is that, isn't that the game you tried to get me to play? It might have been. I... I really like Talisman. Talisman is another board game. This uh, it, this is that Talisman was the it was for PS4 and you tried to get me to play it and I said uh, maybe some time. It's incredibly uh, dense. Yes, I remember this. That's exactly why you were saying it, it takes a really long time to get into and set up and all that shit. So for the king is like not the polar opposite of that, but it's definitely way more approachable. Okay, but it's still like a board game type sense. It is still very board game, very uh, tabletop RPG heavy. Okay, but you yeah, like uh, that kind of shit. You've got your your classes as usual, um, like the like D and D type. Sort of. It, it's not so much on the D and D side, but like your, you know, your uh, minstrel who is like your sneaky. Thiefy kind of guy. And Wait, who do you play as? Uh, I've done a couple different plays. Blacksmith is like the tanky kind of heavy. That's okay. a pretty fun one to play. There's like the sorcerer type. I forget what they're called in that game. But there's like your more magic based characters. It's turn based combat, co op. So you have it, the, the main, for the most part, I'll just refer to everything in context of the main game mm-hmm. because there are other modes. One of them is just like a endless dungeon, like only encounter, like only fighting encounters. So Wait, you don't have like you been playing this with real people. Yeah. But there are ways where you That's can just because Dewey and I haven't been playing it. Well, I didn't, I didn't want to say anything. Um, you can join other people. Like there's lobbies where people can be like, you know, open game, public, need two more people, that kind of thing. Is there same screen co-op? There is couch co-op. Okay. And okay. since it's turn-based, I mean, you could share a controller. There's oh, yeah, that's no, You're not ever playing simultaneously. Well, with COVID, you probably wouldn't want to do that, but... Well, with hand sanity and... Uh, Just wipe down your controller. Wipes. Yeah. So, the main mode, you've got your, you know, typical hex-based, like tabletop board mm-hmm. you know you you roll your dice or it's not dice but it's like an RNG kind of thing make your moves you know you have your stats your items weapon shops you know all that kind of very typical RPG shit and 
you just go. Everything's procedural. So it's not like, oh, we need to get to this certain town because this town always has these items. It's everything's randomly generated from... So it seems like it would have a high replay value because it's different every time. Yes. Everything's different. And and since everything is... It's... it's uh, What am I trying to say? It's like very board gamey. So you have a set number of lives. So if you die... It's roguelike in that way where you're not doing like a long campaign where you're playing through for a month. Mm-hmm. I mean, a campaign you could have just bad rolls and die in 20 minutes. And that's just it. You have to start a new game at that point. You okay. Know, lose that's all fine. your items, all that kind of stuff. Like dying quick, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's really fun though. There's a lot of... I mean, you're really selling it. It's really fun. I mean... How how long how long have you been playing it? Like uh how many I haven't talked to you in two weeks, but like how There's been a couple like four hour sessions. Okay, so it seems pretty uh I I've mean, probably got addictive. like maybe twenty hours into it total over the past two weeks. But there's no like progression. It's like different every time. It's different every time, but so there's uh I guess one thing that is constant the entire time is you're like every time like the better you do in a game you get these like I think they're called like lore points or something like that mm-hmm. but basically you spend those in the like on the start menu there's like what would be a, a what I forgot the word for it what's it called when you have to use real money microtransaction, microtransaction. where normally it would be like a microtransaction screen this there's no microtransactions it's just like spend your lore points Okay, and so that is for. A, I mean, is how do you get a lower point? Is it just like doing for well? beating? Yeah, like completing quests in the story mode or whatever. Just kind of just playing the game generally. Okay, but you use those to buy like better items that can randomly seed into your games. So there is like a. It's not just like cosmetic stuff. It's actually like yes, a really good. Or it's like you would want to do this. And it's and it's opening up other classes, other characters, other like you know different events that can happen in the game, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's another incentive to play with someone who is like heavily into the game because you will have access to all of these things also if you're playing with that person because it will seed into their game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I I kind of understand what you're saying, but yeah. So it's like if you have like a Minecraft world and I join your server and you have like you know, certain shit available only to you by me I, joining your server. Now I can use that shit too. Right. It's, it's that kind of deal. Okay. Okay. But you've been that, playing it a lot though. It sounds so that's kind of all I've been playing. I, I got, I downloaded fall guys have not fall started, guys. but I've heard very good things. That's okay. the, uh, the gang beasts, human fall flat type game. All right, yeah, I got but I think you. it's I think it's Battle Royale is what I've been hearing. You know, <sighs> you don't sound sold on it. It's the free PS Plus game this month. Right, no, I just like I'm just like so over the word Battle Royale. Every time I hear it, I like I tense up. I okay, so what from what I can tell, I don't since I haven't actually played it, I don't know if this is accurate. But it's it's not Battle Royale in like the Fortnite sense. It's Battle Royale in the Ninja Warrior style. Like 
since it's the it's the human fall flat physics puzzle kind of thing. Okay. You just you have to get your little like wobbly person through uh before everybody else does. Yeah. Okay. It's it's that type of like, you know, winner takes all like battle royale. It's not necessarily shooter. All right. Well, maybe it's like it's like Tetris ninety nine is is battle royale essentially. Yeah, basically. Okay. Battle royale in spirit, not in in execution. Right, 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 right. Well, uh, but you haven't played it yet. I have not played it yet. Okay. I've heard good things though. You you just haven't. I downloaded so, it. And you haven't heard good things, so don't <laughs> worry. Uh, um, do you want me to do my number two, or do you want to do a number one? Let's do one to one. Okay. That way, it keeps things interesting. Um, what's some? I don't know if I have three things. Oh, I'm sure I have three things. Let me think for a second. Well, I'll just do the easy one out of the way. Been playing Ghost of Tsushima. Yes, I bought it, the video game, and I am playing the video game that I bought. Um, it's fun. Uh. It wasn't as RPG-y as I thought it was going to be, which, shame on me for not doing more research. Um, not, not that it's a bad It's thing. more of just a beat-em-up? No, it's kind of like Assassin's Creed. Oh. Like, non-linear open world, but like you uh, choose where you want to go on the map and what quests you want to do, things like that. So, and, and then there's a certain aspect really where you are climbing up things. It feels. And when do you start making the sushi though? I haven't got there yet. Uh, I'm I mean, holding out. It is the out. title of the game. It's Ghost of Sushi Man. Yes, exactly. Um, but the game looks beautiful. I will give it that. Uh, it's fun to play. The, the sword play is, it feels, it's good. It's Nope. What? I can't do sword play. Listen, man, you haven't even played it. I can't do it. Listen, if anyone's going to have unrealistic expectations or unrealistic, like, I will not play a game, it's me. I, I can't. I'm not going to do any any games with swords or that it's are not just horse, swords. horse riding based. You've played Skyrim, haven't you? Yeah, don't ride horses. You don't use swords either? That's like the whole, whole game. Nope. What do you use? A bow and arrow? Uh, usually or a mace. Well, check it out. Uh, you get a bow and arrow in this game. All right. That might be in then. Do you have to ride a horse? You can walk if you want. Okay. But there but is horse. It's like going to take a while. Uh, it's a hard sell for me then. It, I do like how you can play in with the voice acting in English or Japanese. Um, I'm playing it in Japanese with subtitles. Uh, just you know, I'm sure they did a lot of work doing localization, so I wanted to make sure. It also has a Kurosawa mode where it turns it black and white and puts like film grain. I've on heard it. about this? That looked cool. I'm not playing in that mode, but you can switch it anytime you want. So I might switch it uh, and 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 play. Check it out. Um, the camera mode is really crazy, uh, almost like to a fault like they put a ton of work in the camera mode which to a fault it's, it seems like they spent a lot of time like too much time it. yeah what, what like, would be the fault they could be doing other things okay what's what's the game lacking in 
nothing noticeable thus far, but I've only spent maybe about five hours with it. Sounds like there's no gun. It does seem like something's missing, and I don't know if that's because I haven't gotten to the point yet where I like have all my tools, you know? Mm-hmm. Like in Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, like you don't, you know how uh, you've got skill trees and stuff you can level up, and your skill tree gives you like a new type of assassination or yeah sword thing so that's a thing but also like new gadgets so in assassin's creed you start off with the one hidden blade and eventually you get two okay there aren't hidden blades in this one but uh, i'm just trying to i'm just trying to draw comparisons between this and and assassin's creed because that's what it seems like the most to me non-linear open world but I guess it is kind of linear. Like you could certainly play it linear if you wanted, but it doesn't force you to. So, what, maybe how, just ask me questions about it. Because how big open world? Uh, it's pretty big. Uh, you're playing on an island, and like objective objectives will be like two kilometers away. Seemingly to scale, I don't know, but uh, from what I can tell, it's a pretty big map. But again, I haven't. It's kind of like a fog of war type shit, where where you haven't been. It's foggy, so I can't really. I think it's pretty big, though. Question two: Sly Cooper in it? He is an unlockable character, yes, but you have to beat the main game. It's like a okay. new. It's a new game plus character. Are there any other uh, Sucker Punch characters that could be in it? I don't know who else. I don't know who. Make? What else did they make? Uh, oh, Infamous. What the fuck was Infamous? I, I don't know. I thought Infamous. Uh, was it's a good game. Dogs. The voice acting's pretty good. Um, Would you recommend it? Uh, I'd recommend it if you like if you like Assassin's Creed. Yeah. So not right. a broad recommendation, but uh, if you well, you just said you don't like sword games, so certainly I couldn't recommend it to you. You'd already say no. Right, like I wouldn't recommend for the king, on the basis of it's a, it's a pretty inaccessible game if you're not into tabletop RPGs. I would recommend. Oh, excuse me. I would only recommend it if you, um, if it looks good to you, I'd recommend it. If you've ever played Assassin's Creed and liked it in any way, I'd recommend it. Or just like open world adventure type games. I mean, it's it's pretty solid. It's very uh, it's very accessible too. It doesn't require like a lot of like technical button mapping. Remember, you know, things to remember. It's like this is yeah. block. This is this is power hit. This is regular hit. Shit like that. Or like uh, another game that it reminds me of in a way, at least in style, is like Batman Arkham Asylum type thing. Okay. Comboing your your attacks, maybe not comboing, but definitely like, one like there's enemy, a flow like to one it. One enemy attacks you at a time, like that kind of thing. Okay, you can certainly, and I, I have a feeling you'll be able to start pairing things together for bigger. Like, there's no combo counter, but for example, but there is like a like a step by step, like you. Parry, 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 and then attack. Yeah, 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 like that. Like uh, I unlocked this one thing, and it's like, hey, you now have the shield breaker thing. So if you long press triangle and then double press triangle, you'll break a shield. Shit like that. What's the um, What's the most satisfying thing you can do? The standoff thing is pretty cool. Uh, the standoff thing is kind of like a 
when you first if you are not currently in combat and you like come up to a group of enemies you can press up on the d-pad and go into a standoff and your character like walks over and they send like one person and you hold triangle and then right when the guy starts to attack you you let go and you instantly kill him nice and it's in slow-mo and i got i have another upgrade that if i do that and then it also sends me a second enemy that if I time it right, I can kill him in one shot too. So that's what I'm saying. Like I can see things progressing with the skill trees and you also have different fighting styles, which is cool. So there are four different like blades or like sword stances you can like level up. So like the, they're all like one's, one's like one's like water, one's air, One's like stone and one's like something mayonnaise. else. Mayonnaise. And it's mayonnaise. You, you start with the default one and it's just like general sword. Like where basically it stands at like where you're at rest. So like the stone one is just kind of like general holding sword. Like, you know, like how you would hold a sword. I'm using the water one right now where he holds it way up high to the left. Like okay. at, all, at all times. So that's kind of cool. Uh, I need to spend more time with it, and I intend to. I just, uh, you know, so many competing things for my interests, but uh, it's good. I'm I'm having fun with it. Uh, I wish Kurt would leave a voicemail about it, or maybe we could get him on. But the thing is, we'd we, we take audio production very serious here, <laughs> and I wouldn't want to have 20 minutes of Kurt on the phone. No offense, Kurt. So maybe we can figure something out. Figure Leave us a voicemail, out. Kurt. Leave us a voicemail. Maybe maybe uh, address some of the things that I, I talked about. I and mean, we spoke earlier today via text message. But um, I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear from anyone who's played it, really. What's number two for you? Okay. So I think last time we spoke, I had uh, I was watching Taskmaster. Um, yes, I remember this. The British, I guess it's a game show. Is it a game show? You You tell me, man. Yeah, it's a game show. Um, but we've been watching a bunch of, hold on, put on my Crocs. Ah, Sorry. Uh, watching a bunch of, would I lie to you? Mm Mm-hmm. And this show, it's a lot of the same people, hosted by someone else, but a lot of the same comedians. And it's, uh, what's the name of the game? They're going to constantly say, would I lie to you? It's one, like, of those, yeah, it's one of those like team building games or like when you're doing orientation at college and they're like, you have to tell two truths and a lie. I hate that shit. Okay, it's, yeah. it's, it's along those lines where someone has, they'll say a sentence like, you know, when I go to the grocery store, I lick all the strawberries before I buy them. And That's then, weird, Bob, but okay. And then the other people ask them questions about that and like really drill down on it to figure so out like if they're try lying and or ask not. Ask them particular things about yes. it to see if they're being okay. I got you. And like, there's strategies to it where the person can like, you know, have a lot of vague like ums and you know, make it look like they are making it up on the spot, but they actually, if it's the truth, you know, they will, they'll play it like they're lying. So is it two truths and a lie? Exactly? No, no, no. It's just, it's just one sentence. 
and they like, ask questions I, to figure out if it, I eat poop, and they're like, "Hmm, tell it, yeah. me about it." Basically, okay. Or like, I do my own dentistry, and then that they're like, "Kind of cool." Why? Why do you? How do you do it? And they have to explain. Like, step this is by a step. British show. Yeah. Okay. And it's very funny. Not is it? Not totally as funny as Taskmaster, but very funny. Highly okay. recommend. Uh, give me an example of one of these lies or one of these statements. I'm just trying to get my head around it. <sighs> I'm trying to remember a specific one. Oh, okay, so one of the one of the games they do is they'll bring a person out. So there's okay. The way the show is set up, you have a host. I forget his fucking name. And then the left side is three comedians, and the right side is three comedians. And uh, they kind of work as a team. So it's like one side versus the other side, more or less. Mm-hmm. And uh, for one of the one of the games, they'll like bring a person out and each person on the, let's say the right side, will say like, this person is, what, what was some of the ones? The child. Oh, there was, yeah, it was like a little kid and it was like, this, he was 13. He was 13. But there's, uh, I was like, this kid is my mortal enemy, mm-hmm. and then the other person, the next person was like, this kid is. Uh, I tripped him up while we were doing a wheelbarrow race, and then with with that person, these aren't even son. good lies, but okay. And the other one was I accidentally took him home from daycare instead of my own kid. That's the real one. Uh, no, it was. It ended up being the kid was his mortal enemy because. But that's was, so. That's such a. That's like an opinion. Right, but it's it's the they have to figure out if they're telling the truth by saying that or not. This show sounds stupid now, and I hate you. But uh, I'm glad you like it. It's also it's all on YouTube too, so you can just watch. Okay, Maybe that's what I, I like about these BBC shows. They just all get dumped on YouTube, like. More or less in their entirety. And they're British, yeah. Yeah. Oh, very. I mean, I mean, I like British stuff. Ask anybody. They'll tell you I do. All right, I'll ask Kurt when he's on. Leaving a no, voice wait, now. don't ask Kurt. Kurt. Anybody, anybody but Kurt. <laughs> um, let's see. What's my number two? <laughs> oh, man. What have I been doing? I got new glasses. That's my number two. Hey, I noticed. Thanks, man. Where are they from? Warby Parker. I've sent back my second box. You got to go to the store. They have way more there. And right, the but ones, I'm not going to Northern Virginia. I went to Potomac Mills and got these. Well, I didn't get them there. They mailed them to me. But the you ones went, they... You went mid-pandemic to Potomac? Sorry, I went to Tyson's Corner. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, I did. There's a there was, no, there there was like nobody there and I wore a mask. It was empty. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, there was like, it looked how a mall looks like ten minutes before closing. Nice. The biggest, like the biggest jumble I people I saw were people waiting to get into the Apple Store, and there was a long line. But everybody was wearing a mask that I saw, and they were like, they had like security guards at the at the Apple Store with, but they were armed with like thermometers. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I went, I went in. Um, 
Uh, I went to Warby Parker and they only had allowed two shoppers in at a time. Okay. Because the store is store's kind of small. Um, and they had identical glasses displays on both sides of the store. So that means only one person would be on shopping at a side at a time. And I went up there and I was like, yeah, I want to like look at glasses because I, ha- I didn't go specifically for that, but I just ha- I needed some because I broke mine and I just happened to have my prescription in my car. So I was like, yeah, I want to like come in and look around. She's like, okay, well, let me get your phone number and I'll put you in the queue. Um, so like I waited like 10 minutes and I went back and she goes, okay, like all the glasses on the wall have been disinfected because what you do is you, if you pick up a pair, if you, you try them on, that's great. But if you don't want to, when you're done with them, you put them in a little dish, a little tray behind you. Like the 3D glasses at the movie theater. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> but you put them in a little tray and they disinfect them before they put them back up. Okay. So they had a pretty good system. And I mean, I didn't feel uncomfortable like going in there and like, um, it was honestly a really, really sh- uh, easy breeze. A shout out to Warby because that was extremely easy and they look great and I'm happy with them. But what I was going to say was, is the ones they send you are like, way bigger than the ones in the store like these pieces are like huge yeah the ones they send you so my problem with the ones they send me is their stock of what they will do the home try-ons for is so limited exactly so that was another thing for me is i have a pretty narrow face so all the ones they'll send you are like average people head have a narrow head so I went in there and they had like it's broken down like narrow medium wide extra wide but you have an open mind what do you mean narrow head open mind nice thank you I would just go up to Tyson's dude spend a day at Tyson's okay it's not that bad I do gotta go to Uniqlo anyway I that's why that's why I went up there wearing a Uniqlo shirt dude hey I was gonna comment on it thank you dude I got actually got two of this color because uh, I really liked it it looks yellow on the screen, but it's actually more of like a heather white. Mm. Um, that's not my two. I was just being f- funny. My two yeah, That is, was very funny. It's hilarious, right? Um, let me just read off some of the movies I've watched recently for the first time. And okay. maybe I'll, I'll talk about one of them. If Let's see. I'm pulling up my letter lo- letterboxed. Uh wow, I haven't really watched that many since we last talked. Cuz I talked about Lady Snowblood a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about the one I watched the other night. It's called Night the Night Rider of the Hunter. It is from 1955 and it stars Robert Mitchum who is I mean if you've ever seen a movie, you've probably seen one with Robert Mitchum in it. He was an extremely <laughs> prolific actor who passed away in, in 97, but he's been in a whole bunch of shit. And if you haven't seen him, you've probably heard him because he's done a lot of voice work too. But anyway, in this movie, Robert Mitchum plays a pastor serial killer. Okay. And he, let me just read you the description and I'll, I'll riff on that. In the deep south, a serial killing preacher hunts two young children who know the whereabouts of a stash of money. And that's exactly the plot of the movie to a T. Um, this movie is just shot really well. Uh, it, 
has some really high contrast, like black and white nighttime scenes that are really impressive for 55. And it looks like it's on a soundstage, no less, which is even more impressive to me. Um, one of the most, apparently this movie is pretty highly regarded now and it's kind of become somewhat a pop culture or not a pop culture, but a, a cult following because the preacher in the movie has the words love on one knuckle and the words hate on the other knuckle. Okay. Just like in do the right thing where the guy has the finger rings that say love and hate. It's kind of like an homage to that. Yes. Um, which is, it's kind of a weird look for a movie from 55. Um, it's just, it's a quick one hour, one and a half hour banger. Uh, pretty solid story. Um, there are some weird things about it, but I just chalked that up to it being 1955. Um, yeah, it was, it was good. I'd watch it again. I, it, it was kind of on my radar and my watch list because I had seen screen caps of it and it looked very interesting. So I decided to check it out. Uh, I'm a sucker for good camera work and this movie definitely has that. So, um, if you like watching old movies with Robert Mitchum in it, uh, check it out because he's actually, he's in it. It looks like Cahiers du Cinema selected it as the second best film of all time next to Citizen Kane. That is a very high achievement for this movie. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, it was a great movie, but second best movie of all time. Especially saying Citizen Kane's number one, I mean, it's not even Jumanji 2. That's a that's a good point. Citizen Kane is one when it's not even Jumanji 2. Can we get that on a t-shirt? <laughs> um, Jumanji 2, comma, Citizen Kane. No, no, no. It'll be like the 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 shirt than, where it's like blank and no 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 like that like Henry and Citizen Ian Kane and, and Night of Murder <laughs> and Jumanji 2. <laughs> yes. And the flockpodcast.com. Uh, yeah, it says uh I'm trying to think. Uh Citizen Kane and Metropolis and <laughs> like I'm trying to think over some like really a highly regarded movies. Vertigo Vertigo yeah, Casablanca and Citizen Kane and Vertigo and Jumanzi 2. <laughs> or like Grown Ups 2. All right, what's your three? Oh boy, three. Um scraping the bottom of the barrel here. I've been watching a bunch of movies lately. That's my thing. A lot of uh what is it even called? It's a series with uh, the governor. Fuck. You mean Terminator. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I forgot the name. You know, with the governor. We've been watching a shitload of Terminator movies and I got to admit, I think only the first one is the only one I like. You don't like T2 is the good one. I don't like it. But you're wrong. It's too silly. What is this? T for F? That's not T2. I like it. Didn't I send this to you? You did not send it to me. It's the bootleg shirt that I got. Sorry to interrupt. I was just, you were talking about T. Terminator T2. Why do you not like T2? Because it seems like, you know how everyone complains about Star Wars Ewoks being like aimed at kids and just like a cheap, lowbrow, like cash grabby kind of thing? The dupe. Do people say that? Yes. Uh, okay, sure. So that's the vibe I got from T2 where 
Schwarzenegger is like doing funny little bits with uh, Edward uh, Furlong. All right. That's an interesting. Uh... It just felt too silly and goofy and like it was just aimed at like kids. It's just absolutely not aimed at kids. It's a movie with like killing and stuff, but okay. You know what? Okay, Bob, you can have It's that one. not. There's no killing. Well, there's a little bit of killing, but it's... <laughs> there's, there's a lot. No okay, killing. there's a decent amount of killing. Dude, the part where he fucking hacks the ATM, pretty cool. Yeah, he's the original. I, I, was, I was so into that. I was like, damn, that could be me. And it is. I do it all the time. Look at you now. Uh, okay, so you're a hater and you only like the original one because reasons... How many did you watch? Did you you watched them all? Oh, I I uh, did digitally purchased all of them from a website. That sounds expensive. Yeah, you wouldn't believe. Um, <laughs> got them all. Watched uh, like even the new ones. Like saw. The- yep, yep, yep. I think the the one that's that feels like Mad Max. That one was uh pretty crazy. Which one is that? Which one was that? The fourth one? Where they're they're driving around in the desert and everything's post apocalyptic and they he with like Christian with Chris with Christian Bale. Kristen Bale. With Kristen Bale, that's the fourth one. Crispin, that one was really funny. Crispin Bale. Crispin Bale. Interesting. Him doing an American accent again. Um Yeah, that one was really funny. I, I suggest everyone see that. Um, okay. Also saw the the Blade Runner, not the not the original one, the uh, the Thirty Seconds to Mars one. I'm sorry, backup. The Blade Runner, twenty forty nine. The Blade Runner. Oh, okay. So you so you did watch twenty forty nine? Yes. Finally, Why are we not talking about it. this? Why are you telling me about movies I have seen? <laughs> you finally watched this shit. What'd you think of it? Uh, too long. That's that's the only thing you have about to say. an hour too long. It's not even that long. It's two and a half hours. That's a pretty common runtime. Two forty-five. It's long as fuck. Uh, I liked it. It was pretty to look at. Um, did, was didn't love Gosling. Okay, I will say that the, the I thought he did. Okay, no. Okay, hold on, hold on. Right, rephrase it. Go. You know, let's just do a bonus episode. I don't no, think he acted poorly in the movie. I just don't think his vibe is right for that role. Okay. You know, that's fine. I get that. Do you see what I mean? He was an interesting choice. He's just like too well known. Yeah, that it's in a sense. It's such a a, job though. It's such a, like a noir kind of movie. I feel like he wasn't Uh, neo noir. Excuse you. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) But he wasn't like a, a, the gruff detective, like I kind of felt like it should he's be too clean cut, too clean cut, too pretty, but he's a replicant. That's the thing. Or is he? Oh shit. Sorry. Spoiler. Well, he was, I mean, yeah, I know. It's like, it, <laughs> it, well, that's the thing is like, he's supposed to be clean cut. Cause he's like a fake human man. Well, spoiler alert. He kills some that aren't clean cut. All right. So here's the thing. Uh, the set design. Amazing. Yeah. Very good. Um, the like when he goes cinematography amazing yeah uh fucking horny style um 
the soundtrack. Really good. My biggest gripe is his whole fucking thing with Joy. Like his Yeah. Like the apartment scenes. I'm like, can we get this the fuck out of here? Like, I mean, there was a lot of scenes where I was like, can we get this the fuck out of here? If Ryan Gosling can have fake hologram girlfriend love, then and I can't, then I don't want to see it. <laughs> no, but oh god, it's such a pretty movie. I want to see Do I have it on 4K? No, I don't. So we're going to have to remedy that. But okay. I thought I did. I'll check. Don't worry. I'll check. Thank you. Um, it's just so fucking good to look at. Like It's juicy to look at for sure. Yeah. Like when, when uh, what's her face is like sitting there with the glasses on firing the missiles. Yeah. And dude, did you think you hadn't seen it before at all? I had not seen it before. But you didn't know anything about it either. Didn't know anything about it. Did you think he was the kid? I kind of thought so, but I but knew there like had to be some direction. kind of twist about it because right. it's that seemed too obvious. Right, it was very they weren't the they, they were like hinting at it, but they weren't spelling it out and I was like they can't be this obvious, right? Well, when like, he found when he actually found the wooden horse, I was like in the theater and then I was like wait a second, that's too that's just too heavy-handed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but you thought it was did you think it was at least a good namesake sequel for for Blade Runner? I mean, do you think it left it lived up to the Blade Runner name to a certain degree? On one hand, very much yes. Mm-hmm. On another hand, medium yes. Here's here's where I think it falls a little bit is that I'm sh- I think there were far too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, and so my my, like my main gripes like, were go ahead. My main gripes with with it were story stuff, mm-hmm. where it seemed like they were trying to do a little too much. Well, I mean, they did you watch the the prequel thing beforehand, the animated thing? No, I did not. Like is, the nine minute thing. Is that something I needed to? I've seen. Not really. Not really. I think they didn't play in the theater, but basically, it's like a nine or ten minute animated thing that. Can you still hear me? Yeah. Um, it's like a nine minute, 10 minute thing that kind of goes over the blackout that they keep referencing in the 2049. Right. Remember when the bald guy's like, we had everything on hard drives, everything, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're familiar with the whole blackout thing anyway, you don't need to watch it. But, um, but ah, fuck, I might watch it tonight, honestly. <laughs> Now, the, some of the story stuff that was annoying me was like s- were the clue okay this is, might just be a question about the plot but were the clues that he was finding specifically left for someone to trace so the clues were in his mind as, as memories alright so this is major spoiler shit by the way okay no. spoiler 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 um, the clues in his head were memories that were dreamed up dreamed up by the replicant child Deckard's daughter who is in the bubble at the end yes the dream maker yes her, her, her things are so real because they are real Okay, but no, but I'm saying she like she did the, that. She and she gives the replicants those memories so they can in turn find the underground uprising people. Okay, so the the birthday carved on the tree root 
where the where uh Rachel was buried. Right. So that like, like that the, was that, that was that really happened. But the reason the case the child I my guess My question was did that did that happen specifically to leave a breadcrumb trail or was that just like I think that convenient was just, storytelling. I think, I think um what is his name? Don't tell me. Batista? Yeah, Batista. I mean, I think he just did that because he wanted like some sort of headstone or something. The headstone of the or, birth sorry, date headstone, of the. But I'm not the headstone. I'm not sure exactly why that was there. Because that, like, a lot of that stuff seemed like. Our, well, this the birthday just... was also the death day for the wife. That's true. And she but was how buried did... underneath the tree. Okay, how did the horse get to the orphanage? The wooden horse. That I think that actually happened. So what I'm saying is. The, no, no, I'm saying, how did it get there? Okay, so the memory that Gosling is having, right? Yes. That actually happened to Deckard's daughter. Yes, I understand. So she put the horse there. But how did she get it? She never, she never met Harrison Ford. He made the horse in Las Vegas. She never met him. How did she get the horse? No, I, I think there's more than one. Well, they traced the, remember they traced the wood on the horse to the specific radioactive like traces. You know what? I need to watch it again because now I'm getting all confused. Because that part was just like, I didn't understand why that happened. Hmm. I'll watch it again because now I'm, now I'm trying to figure that out. Doesn't he find, wait, doesn't he find the horse before he goes to Vegas? He finds it in the orphanage where she and left then it. Then he goes to Vegas. Then he goes to Vegas. That's how it got in Vegas. He brought it with him. No, no. How did it get from Vegas to the orphanage is what I'm asking. It was, it was created in Vegas. That's was where it? it came from. Yeah, that's, that's how we it traced it to Vegas. Before. No, that's how we traced it there was he got the, uh, the guy to do the breakdown of the wood molecules and I was think, like, it's okay, from yes. this place in Vegas. I think to a certain degree... There was some sort of way, and of course, I'm just trying to piece this together, but I think I think Harrison Ford left breadcrumbs or something because he, he, he got rid of the kid. He didn't want to know where the kid was to keep it safe. Right. But I think either he left breadcrumbs for himself in case he changed his mind, or... Maybe he made put the wood there as part of a. Well, see, then he would have to know that his daughter was the. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of that stuff was like, either I'm too stupid to understand, or it was just like sloppy storytelling. It could be both. Could be both. I could be stupid, and it could be sloppy. I'm gonna watch it. I'm actually gonna. I think I'm gonna watch it tonight, and I'll see if I can figure that out. Yeah, text me a breakdown of what's going on. Because there was a couple other parts like that that I was like, pretty confused by. I do agree that I feel like they uh, they left off or they bit off a lot more than they needed chew. to chew. Mm, maybe not needed to chew, but like I think I, I think that they felt that they had a lot of responsibility to do a good job with this. Yeah. And and in doing so either willingly, knowingly or unknowingly um, maybe created more problems for themselves. And once they had started, they're like, well, shit, we have to like keep going. I don't know. It's still a great-ass movie, though, I think. 
No, it's definitely worth worth a big screen. You regret watch. not watching it so recent so soon. I don't know what took me so long. You're a loser. <laughs> Didn't want to admit it, but yes, I am. No, I'm a glad loser. you finally watched it. Um, I'm gonna. I think I do have the 4K of that. I'll, I'll look around. I should know. Um, right, what do you got? What do you got? What is my third three? thing? Hold on, let me look around. Just looks around room. Taking stock. Eating anything good? I'm trying to think if there's anything new I have experienced that I can talk about. Let me look at my camera roll. Maybe that will jog my memory. Yeah, it's been a while. A whole, whole two weekers. Mm. You go anywhere other than Tyson's? Um, I went. I went on a hike on Sunday yeah, off Skyline. That was fine. Good hike. Um. Ooh, uh, not really in the, that doesn't really fall in the, the the paradigm of the pod. Yeah. Fuck it. Bring it up anyway. What you got? Uh, I got some new. <laughs> I got some new shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I got some trail running shoes, uh, but I wanted to get a because I do like trail running, uh. And my Keens are a little bit too rigid for that. So I got a pair of Solomon's like trail running shoes. Let me get them so you can see them. You think people trail run in tap shoes? You took your headphones off, so you're never going to hear this that. It's really just for you. No one else is going to know this. So This is just you and me having a combo and everybody else is eavesdropping. Okay. But it's a pretty nondescript shoe. But it's got like one of these drawstrings Ooh. that you pull. Okay. And uh, these are the Solomon uh, XA Pro 3D V8s, and they're they're pretty good. They're they're actually I wore them I wore them on my hike the other day. Um, you look like a, to, like a Whole Foods employee. They're, well, they're yeah they're super comfy. I w- it was either between that or another pair. The other pair were a lot more. The tread pattern was a lot more aggressive for trail running, and they were a Arr. lot flexier. The problem being, you absolutely shouldn't walk on asphalt or anything with them because you'll fuck up the tread. So I was thinking, well, I want something that I don't have to just. Do they make like, like horseshoes for them, like in case you have to walk on asphalt, you can like put on these little like protectors. Yeah, I'm. Sh- <laughs> That'd be a good invention. I'm gonna 3D print you some. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Well, the point being, I didn't want to buy a really pair of expensive shoes that I couldn't like wear on asphalt because like, what if I just happened to have them on and, you know, it's like it like it would be like wearing clipping shoes, you know? Yeah. So I went with these. They're a little bit more conservative of a trail running shoe. Um, but Shapiro. some people were saying that they're a little bit too rigid for trail running. I mean, I did a, I did some light jogging just to like try them out. Uh, they're great and they're super comfortable. They have like an orthopedic insole that comes out. Um, they aren't waterproof. The waterproof ones are slightly more expensive and slightly uglier, but they also don't breathe as well because they're waterproof. So I chose to get the non-waterproof ones because I'm not really going to be running in the rain either. If my foot gets wet, it gets wet. Yeah. My Keens are waterproof. They're they're Gore-Tex. So yeah, uh, pod. We also talk about shoes now. So this is a sneakerhead chat. 
what's up guys i got some air max 97s and they go great with these what's a what's a pant uh selvage denim with these selvage denims there there you go there you go welcome to the flock fashion hour bird 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 fashion bird bird clothes uh-huh. Pretty close. You know the oh, phrase everyone it uses. I got these. Uh, this uh, Vlad Vladivostok. I got these uh, Soviet era postcards from nice. from Diversity Thrift. They're from the seventies. I like it. They're kind of beautiful. Cool. They were only a dollar. You do just, love like, grabbing Russian shit from things. around my room. <laughs> I do like Russian. I love Eastern Bloc shit. Um, grab something off your desk and talk about it. All right. What do I got? I printed a phone case. Oh, yeah. How did it go? Uh, pretty poorly. <laughs> but it's on your phone. It is on my phone. I yeah, customized I it, it with uh, a dog's name. Um, it is falling apart quickly because I'm not good at printing with this type of material. This was my first real print I did with it. Well, keep at it, Bob. I'm getting there. <laughs> you'll get there. Three or four years, you'll be a pro. Are you going to print one of those AK-47s? I did find a... Uh, did you see that shit? Uh, no, I did not. But I did oh. find a some on the a torrent site. I found some plans but, for bump stocks for AR-15s. So now I'm probably on some, some kind of watch list. I mean, you were probably already on some watch list. So that is true. Might as well double down. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I guess it's been about a fucking podcast. You know what, dude? Here's news? the thing. Uh, I, I got I got no news. The, no news is good news. Hey, that's what say. I say. Um, if you want news, hit up Dewey. I'm about to say his real phone number. Text so. Dewey directly. <laughs> they'll tell you some news. Um, sorry that this is. You know, I'm not going to apologize. You know, Dewey what? is it. busy, and we're doing. You the downloaded this. You wanted yeah, to hear us. You wanted to hear us. Um. Stick around for the future uh, episode. I am almost certain Dewey will be on next week. Yeah, he we should is be back just normal moving and he doesn't have internet right now because Verizon is giving the old runaround. But um, until then, thanks for flying with us. This has been another amazing podcast recording. Hold on, I'm getting a phone call. Hey, can I call you back in like two minutes? <laughs> okay, what's up? All right. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah, it sounds fine. Can you hear me now? All right. Thanks for listening. Hold on a second. Yeah, thanks for listening. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, Bye, Colbin.